Welcome to the Shane Lanigans Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gents. My name is Ashana Sumazova, and welcome to this week's installment of the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition, a podcast series where I interview artists who are not very well known in the musical kingdom, but should be. Today I am joined by Boyo, a Los Angeles-based bedroom pop artist with popular tracks such as Hit or Miss, Mantra, and Good Is Gone. Boyo actually recently released an album called Where Have All My Friends Gone? So make sure you lot go and listen to it and support my man Boyo. Without further ado, let's welcome Boyo to the podcast. Okay. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this uh, episode of the Shane Anigans podcast. My name is Shana Sumazura, of course. Welcome to Artist Edition. I am joined by... Yo, it's Boyo. How's it going? Boyo, let's go, let's go. All right, so do you, do you want to go by Boyo for the podcast or Robert? Uh, what should uh, we go with? Whatever you want, I guess Rob. Rob is fine, yeah. Rob, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... As always, Rob, since you obviously listen to the podcast yourself, um, <laughs> yeah. you um, know that we always start off with a joke. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. So, a mum takes her daughter to the doctor. The doctor says, okay, what seems to be the problem? Mother says, it's my daughter Susie. She keeps getting these cravings. She's putting on weight and is sick most mornings. Doctor gives Susie a good ex- examination. And then turns to the mother and says, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but Susie is pregnant. About four months would be my guess. The mother says, pregnant? She can't be. She's never been left alone with a man. The mo- um, have you, Susie? Susie says, no, mum. I've never even kissed a man. Doctor walks over to the window and just stares out of it for like a good five minutes. or I, I don't know. He just stares out of it for a while. A few moments later, mother's like, is there something over there, doctor? Is there something wrong? Doctor replies, no, not really. It's just the last time something like this happened. A star appeared in the east and three wise men came over the hill and I missed it. I definitely <laughs> won't be missing it this time. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> All right, anyway. I did not. I was like, <laughs> that that ending threw me for a loop there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's just get let's just get straight into the questions then. So, Boyo, uh, how have you been keeping yourself cool during this COVID situation? Like mentally centered, you know, spiritually centered, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, just just list like trying to, you know, can communicate with people like very strange through strange ways in terms of like I never was a gamer I never was a video gamer to a heavy degree in terms of like getting the headset on and <laughs> doing fight games or anything yeah I feel like I feel like you know you want to have connections with your friends and so you get online and you you talk and you kind of just try to have that I don't know that feeling of I don't know talking and bullshitting I don't, I don't, I don't know and just like having fun and and the same thing with um, with like yeah with um, with music like I've just been doing a lot of collaborations remotely, kind of sending people tracks and having them send stuff back and just yeah getting my brain keeping just the perpetual motion machine of creativity going while the world is a little you know it's just that it's just a lot of you know also not trying not to be ignorant to what's going on in the world and staying stay included into to a you know to a healthy degree you just have to balance everything i think it's a weird 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 time yeah it's it's a weird time <laughs> yeah, um yeah okay so you said you send music to people are these unreleased tracks or is it um but, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. I've been. I mean, I've been. I make like you know. I, I've been get. I like. I'm really into, uh, like, kind of that whole Stones Throw era of like like hip hop beats and Mad Lib and yeah. and and Doom and all that stuff. So I like. I make a lot of those kind of beats with friends uh, for fun. Like I don't know. I don't know if we're ever gonna put them out or whatever. Um, and uh, sorry, I'll turn. I'll silence my phone. And. <laughs> Okay, I, uh, <laughs> and I, um, I also, yeah, I also have, yeah, I also just have Boya songs that I've been a little bit more open to just getting friends to be like, yeah, let me put a part on this. Let me put a, 
like, you know, like a baseline that could be better. Because before I just used to record alone. And it's ironic that now when quarantine and isolation is happening, I'm like, yeah, let's 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 collaborate, even though we can't really kick it that much. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Because, like, sometimes I see videos of um, bands and stuff like that doing these sort of Zoom call um, live things. And I'm thinking to myself, how are they doing that? Because there's a lag between the people on the Zoom call. So how are they doing that, you know? Yeah, I don't don't get it. (laughs) Unless they have, like, a professional, like, thing connecting it, I don't get it. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know, but I mean, they probably edit it in post or something. I'm guessing they probably like record them all separately, have like a metronome in there, and just record them exactly. in post or something. Yeah, they have some like they have some like baller producer just like getting, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, just like yeah. sitting there like like dragging audio files and stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a weird it's it's very weird, you know. Like, and I feel like the only the thing that keeps me going also is listening to podcasts like this and listening to listening to. Con, you know, podcast is honestly what keeps me not from not losing my mind as well. To be, to be quite honest, because it's like you feel like you have someone talking to you and giving you, I don't know, information. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes you want a little bit of escapism too. Yeah, exactly. Um, what kind of podcasts do you listen to then? Um, I mean, I, it's all over the place. It's just like depends on your like my mood. Sometimes it's like nerdy music engineering stuff where they like. They'll interview someone about, uh, you know, uh, like compression in a, in you know, about music compression and stuff like that. Yeah. And they'll be like, you know, Bobby Lee, you know, uh, Tiger Belly stuff or funny stuff. But then, and then once, once when you when you reached out, I was listening, I was checking out your stuff. Like it just any anything I could find. Oh yeah, you actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So anything anything I could find that's 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 cool that i like you know what i mean that like i that is enjoyable to like to listen to that like is fun you know what i mean is because it's like you know it's a sad weird time and you want to you want good shit you know like you want to you listen to the podcast you know it was it's great yeah and it's it's and it's fun and it's like i feel like we need stuff like this out there you know because it's like it's 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 a it's a we need relief you know yeah that's true (laughs) that's true to be honest yeah, so it's like I I'm looking for content like this so I can stay like not <laughs> not like you know, losing my mind, you know. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Well, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, you yes. know. <laughs> no, I, I we need we need this stuff. We do. <laughs> you know, even artists like people that are just like like artists that, you know, you know, claim they're pretentious and they'll, you know, only consume, I don't know, I I hate this. I hate. I, I just hate. I went to art school for so long, and there's just such a. There was such a like aversion. I never. I never got this weird aversion to like comedy too. Like artists, there was such a weird like musician perform performance artist like hated. I always. I always had this bleed over where I love like comedy and podcasts and everything. And there's a lot of artists I knew in 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 college was just like, they were like comedy and. They never got. They never got that like bleed over. They hated comedy. They hated. They hated anything that was funny. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it was just a strange. It was a strange thing, and I always just. I get so much relief from that stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like a lot of artists. They. I don't know. They feel the need to be all deep and meaningful and stuff, and just never see the humor in anything. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like they just always want to be serious you know like their music i guess i, I don't know like i, yeah, I don't know where i'm going it's with this a, no it's a persona i feel like it's persona and it's like a and it's like it's like it's you're trying to get you're trying to like perpetuate some idea of deepness but it's like i don't know we're all just humans we're all making stuff we're all just we're all going through the same struggles and i don't know there's something i don't know finding yeah finding finding these like nuggets of cool podcasts and fun fun moments and stuff that you can like i don't know feel a little less alone you know some days where you're just like sitting there and you're like all right uh you know i'm gonna brush my teeth and sit sit here and maybe play some red dead and try to pass the day i don't know you know you want to you want you don't you want some connection you know yeah that's true that's true uh okay on to my next question then 
All right, so we all know that LA, right, Los Angeles, um, when I was doing my research, I saw that you live in Los Angeles, am I right? Yes, sir. Okay, so Los Angeles has a whole host of different types of people, you know, it's a very accepting community. What's the weirdest thing you've seen while going about your daily business in LA? Oh, man, I mean... I mean, LA, LA is just like, you know, the, it depends because like weird is so relative. Like I've seen weird on the ends of the spectrum of just like, <laughs> like, you know, like it depends. Like, I don't know what, you know, weird can be. It's gone to the point where you don't even know what weird is anymore. <laughs> weird is, yeah. Okay. I need to like, spend weird... some time in LA then. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. If you ever come out here, you know, we, you know, you got a place to kick it because it's like. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's just like because yeah, I remember like there's you know there's in an inst I remember instances. I don't know. There's like visuals like like I remember there was this woman that I couldn't tell. She was just losing her losing her mind, and she she wouldn't like leave this. It was sad. It was sad. But she was dressed really in like really nice. Um, you could tell she was dressed in like head to toe and like the most expensive clothing I've ever seen. Like I was, wow! Like, and she was at some, at a at a uh, super at like a market, and I was just trying to get, um, like beer or something, and I was just waiting in line with my girlfriend, and this woman was just like ranting to this, like trying to have like a personal kind of therapy talk to like the woman behind the counter, and the woman was like, "Yeah, I hope your life's doing okay," and this woman was kind of just ranting and raving at her, but she was, she was, she was, she didn't, she looked like really well kept, but she was just like maybe on drugs or something and that was really strange because she was just not uh it wasn't your typical you know you associate you know mental health with homelessness and with this you know a certain visual and it was just like she was dressed to the nines and like gucci and this crazy stuff but she was just like grabbing stuff and throwing it down and i was like maybe she's having a psychotic break so just like stuff like that where it's these people that are on the other end of also the financial spectrum where they're so wealthy but there's also still mental health you know and then like you know i've had guns i had a gun pointed at me in my face you know i've had like wait, i've had wait 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 wait, wait. so <laughs> that story with the lady was more impactful than a gun being pointed in your face is that what you're well, telling me i mean the gun in my face I, I i don't know why i i think it was just because like that whole story it's just crazy it was just like there was like this like fight between like two rival gangs that was happening in like an in a burger place that I was just getting a burger, and I was just trying to get a food. You know what I'm I mean? It was, laughing. I'm sorry. I no, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> well, just because I'm like, because I'm just like such a like meek. You know, like I'm just you know I'm not, and I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, you know, like aggravating anybody or making any weird. You know, I wasn't like looking at anyone or doing any. I was literally just minding my own business. Like. On, on my phone, like, dude, dude, I was probably like a little stoned and chilling. I was like, I got an in and out burger. And, um, and yeah, this just a gang fight broke out. And it just, they started like, like beating, like fighting. And I was, I had to like duck and all this stuff. And then this one dude just like, kind of just like needed to, like, he just needed to clear the room out and make sure that everybody was like not gonna do anything. I don't know what it was, but then he just like, had a gun and pointed at me. He's like, you're cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. And it was just like a crazy, very, but I knew he wasn't, it wasn't like a thing where he was going to, I can't explain it. He wasn't going to oh, do right. anything. You knew that it he wouldn't shoot you, but he was just. It was an intimidation. And I was like, and, and I was just kind of like, wow, that is, that is a crazy feeling. But also, I don't know. It was just a really weird, it was, everything happened so fast, but it was just, yeah, LA is a melting pot of just all types of people. And, and. Yeah, and, and and you know it's it's a cultural you know I, I feel blessed because I also just grew up around so many different types of people. I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean you know I'm I don't have I don't have one type of friend. Everybody's all my I have the you know I have, my friend group is is so vast. It's kind of insane. Yeah, I get that. Well, that's that's a crazy story. Not gonna lie. Fair enough. It's crazy. Uh, it, was, it was great. It was wild. It was like a very like Tarantino moment. Because because yeah. it was just it went from zero to a hundred really fast. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, like honestly, because thinking about it, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in Cardiff, the capital of Wales, was a yeah. lady walking a skunk, a skunk 
on one of the high streets here. That's the weirdest thing I've seen. And that, I mean, some of the stories I've heard about LA and just America in general, it seems like, I don't know, like a circus there or something. No offense, but... No, like, that's what... oh, you're allowed to you're allowed to offend <laughs> America. America is one messed up place. I mean, it's everything is in a complete state of disarray, and LA too. LA too is just such a such a strange. Cause it's also so many pockets. It's not like one city. It's like these mini subsets of cities. You know that are yeah. just it's a freeway that just shoots through it. So it's so it's so bizarre. Because you you don't know what to expect, and you just go to these different places, and there's like these disgustingly wealthy places that then have have extreme poverty in these little pockets of them, and it's just cra- yeah. it's so weird. It's so weird. It's like a it's like a fantasy land. It's and I but I was born here, so I I'm desensitized. And sometimes I have to like snap out of it and go like this isn't normal, you know? Yeah, that's actually <laughs> crazy, you know? Yeah, like, it's Sorry. like. Because I hear stories about people who go to places like, I don't know, maybe Brazil or uh, places in Asia or Africa or wherever, and they have a culture shock. But, I mean, these culture shocks are literally right on your doorstep, you know? So it's, I don't know, it's crazy how you get desensitized to it just, um, just living where you are right now. Well, right. Like, like, what, like, for for instance, like, did, have you traveled? Like, have you traveled and had like mini culture shocks? Just like, like, have you gone to other places in Europe and stuff and just been like, huh, this is culinary. This is weird. You know, like, I've yeah, just, I've, you know? I've been yeah, I've been out of the UK a few times to Europe, um, yeah, a few times, and also to Africa a few times. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I, I don't say they were culture shocks because, like, I've seen the adverts and stuff, you know? And, I mean, I've seen vlogs and stuff like that, so I wouldn't say it was a culture shock, but it was interesting being there at the, in the moment, you know? If you get what I mean. Yeah, it was, it was like a different... It was like a contrast more than a culture shock. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, I was already mentally prepared before I got there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's in- no, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's it's like you were you were kind of yeah you were readying yourself for those experiences. Whereas, yeah, LA just kind of throws throws weird stuff. I just think it's like weird American cities are just strange, and I think I think they just have they have a, they have an energy and a tension. Like New York is tense. New York is tense. There's just yeah. like it's like it's like you can feel it. You know, like if you like yeah, <laughs> go to this you go to the subway and you're trying to like you're asking like you ask someone. Who works at the, you know, like a um, someone who has like the, the jacket who works in the subways, and he's like, hey, sorry, I don't, you know, this is such a giveaway that you're, you know, you don't, you're not from there, but you're like, sorry, you know, we're... Are, we talk- are we talking about subways like the trains or subways? No, 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 not the trains, the trains, sorry. And, um, you're at the yeah, you're at the underground subways, yeah, no, not the foot, not the five dollar foot long one, <laughs> and. I should, yeah. I should, I should distinguish, yeah, and, and no, and you, and it's a giveaway when you ask them, like, you know, where's the changeover from Bushwick to whatever, because, you know, you're supposed to just inherently know everything in New York, and they get, they get so pissed at you that you're just asking them questions. In New York, yeah, they're just, there's an anger, you know, there's a... People are rude there, you know, and like, I don't know, that whole, I mean, everyone's shouting at each other, it just... I don't know. I mean, after seeing Joker, after seeing Joker, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know if it's a place where I want to visit. Like, maybe visit for maybe a few days, but definitely not live, I don't think, you know. I think you have to experience it. Like, I think one day in your life, just especially because, you know, you, you like, you know, you, you're creative, you do podcasting, you like, you, you, you just, you have to, like, experience it just so you can at least talk about it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, give a sort of, you know, your take on it from not being there, you know, and being, and like, because it's going to be, you know, that'll be a weird culture shock to you, and just like, you know, and you'll, you'll still be semi-prepared, I think, just from all the media and everything you've seen, but yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. So, when I was doing my research, um, I read something about you experiencing seizures in the past, has that influenced your music at all, or um, 
I mean, how how would you say that's influenced your music? I guess I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, in the like I had so like it was kind of a random thing. I was playing a lot of shows. I was in like a bunch of bands. I was in my band. Yeah. And, and a couple of other bands. We were playing like South by and and I played like Coachella. It was just like it was just a lot. It was just it was just crazy and it was just and my my body was kind of getting beaten down. And I didn't know that I had uh, like because I guess I just had this weird epilepsy thing that was kind of just in my brain that I didn't realize because I guess it was just dormant. Yeah. And I I think from beating the crap out of myself uh, and playing so many shows and just touring and touring and touring and recording, uh, I think I just like crashed and I think I just like started having these seizures and it was crazy. So I had to like leave a bunch of these bands and then like kind of tour a little less and be like, all right. Let me slow down, but weirdly slowing down, I can make a bunch of records because I'm like home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I weirdly made like some of the songs that eventually helped me catch on and do well were the songs I made when I was like sick at home trying to figure stuff out and like getting put on meds and like getting all these tests and stuff. It was weird. It was a weird like coinciding because I was like, I got to do something. You know what I mean? I can't tour. I'm supposed to go to Europe and do all this stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I, I should, I should just keep uh, recording songs because I can, that's I can I can do that. I'm home, you know what I mean. I was like, why yeah, not? exactly. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I mean, I guess you have to see the positive in everything, really. Like it was, um, it was a positive that came out of a negative, I guess you could say, because um, it helped you to catch on more and gain popularity and set the ball rolling a bit more i guess i mean you played at coachella so the ball was already rolling but yeah, you know was, it... you know, in my friend's band but like but but like voya was kind of always tied with my friend's projects we were like this big kind of community yeah. um we were playing in this like that this label danger collective and and yeah we were just and it, and it got the ball rolling in terms of just like also me just focusing on how to like like do aesthetic stuff and how things looked it took me out of like the touring world, which is kind of which was tough because it was like we were starting to really build the following. It was crazy. Like I was like, we were playing these bigger shows, and all of a sudden I was like, "Damn, you can't play shows for a sec." Or I could, but then we would like, it was a couple of times we were on our way to shows, and I'd be like getting sick, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I can't go," or it'd just be a rough, a rough one. But but then we figured it out. I found like a I found a rad doctor who was just like, "Yo, you," because for a while they didn't know what I had, and she was just like, "You have epilepsy. Here's the right medication." And it changed it changed everything and then i could tour again and then i was yeah. and then i because my touring schedules are just really gnarly the, the way that i don't know why they just always end up being really like it's just like a month of just con or a month or two months of just constant and so yeah. being dedicated is just important because i have to just be on my stuff you know like yeah i get you i get you super ready i mean um Okay, I just I had a question. I lost my train of thought. Wait, wait. Uh, okay, we, we might as well just move on to the next one. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry about that. Uh, okay, if your music had to be a color, what color would you say it would would be? I would say it's like there's different phases. So like I think my earlier music up till my newer record was like kind of like a like a pinkish like purplish kind of like hue okay and and then i think the newer stuff is like darker i don't know i don't know what it is yet i'm trying to figure <laughs> out the color. i don't know yeah the new, the new stuff's like is like maybe i don't know like red i don't know like okay Fevin. i mean fluorescent red red okay why why would you say it's red well um what would you what adjectives would you associate to <clears throat> um I think just a little bit more sinister, and it's, it's also a little bit more like red. I feel like, I don't know. It just sounds like there's something like I was also like I have like this like weird red like heat light in my bathroom that I like, <laughs> I record right next to it. It's like right there. Yeah. And and my friend was taking a bunch of pictures of me for like the press photos in it, and he was like, "We're doing these double exposures," and it just started seeping into my brain. Because the album covers, all the album uh, artwork is just like black and white, so there's no color. Yeah. It's like de devoid of color, so it seemed like the only color that was kind of like 
would make sense within that aesthetic because just red is just kind of like a little little evil a little emotional little yeah because um your spotify profile picture actually that's um that's sort of got like a reddish blackish kind of hue yeah. kind of situation going on was that taken um yeah. next to that bathroom light as well it's, yeah yeah it was yeah it was taken <laughs> in the bathroom, washed out my friend took it on film but i all the old if you look at every old picture it's like me with pink and pink and all the backgrounds are pink and and so just i just i just yeah i guess i just got over that i don't know why i think after a while i was starting to play shows and noticing that a lot of like the people in that whole like bedroom pop thing was like everybody was starting to use the pink vibe and i was like oh yeah, man. a lot of people like pink <laughs> yeah and i was like all right i was like oh. Yeah, it was yeah, exactly. I was like, dang it. All right. I got to got to switch it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's time. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, purple is my favorite color and I mean, Same. man, like every everyone's stealing it now. Everyone's stealing my vibe. Stealing my whole my whole thinking? effing flow. You know, have you ever seen that Soldier Boy video? That whole, yeah, of course. Where he's like, where he's, oh my days, where he's talking about Drake. Yeah, what are you talking? Yeah, is that with the Gucci headband on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, of course. The podcast, yeah. That was the that was the 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 the, the peak, uh, Soldier Boy from this era when he's on the Breakfast Club. Honestly, honestly, yeah, that's probably, that's probably most famous all decade. That's when he's so talking about all those video game systems that he makes now, <laughs> he's... Uh, I, I think he got sued for that actually. Yeah, he did because they were they he just they were other they were they were games that already existed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know. He's he's something, but he's something, um, you know what? He still he still created a sound and generation. So I gotta give him that. I gotta yeah, give him that. Exactly, that's true. I mean, imagine being a pioneer of a certain sound, you know, that's... He created it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, he he's basically all, most of today's um, rap music came from his sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, blending R&B into rap, I guess, you could say, you know? Like, yeah, like, 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 like schoolyard thing, it's like, it was, it was it's a com it completely, I remember hearing that, like, the tell em stuff for the first time when I was like, a kid, and it was it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Exactly. Um, okay, next question. Was there a particular moment uh, in your life, in your upbringing, uh, where you knew this was the path that you wanted to take, where music was, you know, the thing that you were like, wow, this is what I want to do with my life? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've, I, I, one of those things I got lucky where I've, I've known it since I think as long as I've been conscious. Like, I don't think I've had a moment where I didn't know it. Like, I think as long as I can remember, I don't, I don't remember not knowing it. Like when I was a little kid, um, I think I was in preschool or something and I saw like a hard day's night yeah. and I was like, and I also like, you know, on top of that, I, like my brother my brother, who's like a lot older than me, like he grew up on like 90s uh, hip hop and stuff. So I was listening to a lot of like, just there's like a lot of like, like Nas and like Tribe Called Quest and like all that stuff going into my like brain. And so I just like liked music and it was always in my head. So I just knew like I would show up to like school every day in like a Beatles kind of suit. <laughs> and I, I, so I just decided like that was my thing, you know, like I didn't, yeah. I just knew it and I just, and it never it faltered and I just don't, I, I got lucky. I just never had a identity struggle like that with, um, with like career vibe uh, music. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, what, what did you start off playing then? Was it, has it always been guitar and um, stuff like that? Or was it, did you start off with piano like a lot of other people and uh, make your way into guitar? Um, kind of both. I mean, like, I'm not a great at piano, but I kind of wanted to do like that whole like Beatles thing um, where like, you know, you, you can kind of write on guitar and piano. Yeah. And I never, I didn't have, and I didn't have, you know, I, we had we had a family friend that like like actually passed away and gave us like a a piano uh, gave like my family a piano so I didn't have so, like in my older years so and I never had played like a real grand piano so I remember playing that feeling what that felt like for the first time yeah except for going like piano lessons when I was a kid which I completely 
botched and wasn't good at. But, <laughs> but like, you know, like feeling what that feels like is a crazy feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I know. You know what Grand, I'm saying? Grand yeah. piano makes you feel powerful, you know? You feel powerful. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you get, I don't know, a, co- a coat of armor or something, you know? You just feel like you can go out and conquer, conquer stuff. Exactly. <laughs> feel like you can like, go out and get some true. Grammys or something. <laughs> exactly. It's so... It just it's just epic and so like I was learning on this crappy keyboard my whole life and also playing guitar on this crappy guitar and then once I got a little older I like upgraded just my gear a little bit through just like family friends helping me out and then I I think I just got you know I just say I'm like a jack off of all trades where I can play every instrument but I'm not great at them you know what I mean honestly same honestly same I relate to that yeah yeah. Like I sometimes I mess with my brother's guitar. Like I can play a few chords on it, but I'm not good at it. I can play piano all right, but I'm not yeah. amazing at it. Like I'm not Chopin or Beethoven or whatever. Yeah, same. And yeah, exactly. Like I'm good enough to write stuff myself, you know. I don't really like playing other people's stuff. I guess you could that's say. All, that, 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 that's rad. That's all you need. You know, that's what I that's that's, that's what I think. I mean, I don't want to like you know tell people what's all they need, but like if you can write on piano, if you can like pick up a guitar and do what you feel good, like what feels good to you, that's pretty cool in my exactly. Opinion. I mean, that's all you really need in the music business anyway. To be honest, like no one really plays other people's music unless it's like a cover um, at a show. You know? Right, exactly. And like the funnest thing is like I remember I I was always I always naturally was a pretty decent drummer like I, I don't, it just came to me pretty pretty well because um, yeah. I watched people I would just watch videos of just my favorite drummers drumming and like you kind of just like see what their hands are doing but I never had a drum kit and like um, they're expensive and I just like didn't and you have to accumulate stuff over time yeah and I found this like uh, I had a drummer in my old band and he gave me like some pieces and then I found some stuff at Guitar Center and I finally got this kit together and uh, yeah I just it's and since I've been recording for Boya I've gotten better and better at drums and then now I'm drumming in a new band that I've formed with some friends and just been practicing practicing during quarantine to just be a good live drummer and because on studio drums you can you can edit and do whatever. yeah exactly yeah you can mix and etc etc yeah but like but... yeah I'm just like getting my chops so I can you know, get become a you know, decent decent enough live drummer so it doesn't sound like total crap, you know. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, that brings me to my next question then. Um, what's so one of your more famous songs would be Smile actually, um, on Spotify, well, on Spotify at least. Yeah, uh, what's the story behind Smile? Smile, man, I don't even remember. Uh, Smile. I, I have to. I have to. I have to kind of like go, <laughs> go back in time because that was. That's part of like a uh, a weird time where I was kind of just like making a bunch of like a bunch of interesting like drum samples. You have to open up Genius or something. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I was actually. I'm literally opening up Spotify. Okay, so it's part of the you and me thing. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, so. Yeah, it's it's because uh, yeah, I just can't remember if uh, I think I think that song was part of this this EP that I made after this tour where we did this mini tour and I just wanted to like make something that felt um, a little bit a little bit like uh, disjointed and weird and and I think Smile has my friend Gabe. Yeah, that's the one with Gabe on drums. And my friend Gabe is, uh, he plays drums live in Boya. And he's a crazy, crazy, crazy drummer. Like, one of the, probably the most insane drummer I know. And just in terms of just, I don't, he doesn't think normally about the drums. Like, he doesn't, he's not pretentious. He's not pretentious. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about it. He does, you know. He just is like, yeah, I just play drums. It's cool. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he won't like. He doesn't care to tell you about his process. But he just the way he hit, the way he approaches timing and stuff. I don't know how to play like that. So, I think Smile. We did a weird jam, if I remember. Now that's coming back to me, and I think I sampled him drumming. Um, I think I sampled him doing like a bunch of different like. 
a bunch of different like sections and then I chopped it and screwed it like a hip hop beat. Yeah. And then we and then we built the song together and then I think we did some vocals and put it through a synth and did some I think it was just like the weirdest production song off of that. Because we were just it was me and Gabe just like getting super <laughs> stoned. Yeah. And just trying to get weird. I mean honestly, a lot of the a lot of some of the greatest songs of our generation have come from people who were stoned at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some of the mo- most popular songs. Like honestly, there's no way my man Lil Uzi Vert s- spelled, meant to spell Exotour Life like that. There's no way he meant to spell it out like that. He was definitely on something. <laughs> yeah. Like there's two L's, there's a three at the end of it. I don't even know. Oh man. But, uh, on one. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but no, nah, like some of the best music comes from people who are, you know, um, on the influence of something, I guess. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, promote people getting. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, don't that. promote it. <laughs> Obviously, but I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, if if you're safe and you're, you know, and you're, you know, you're careful and you know you enjoy, you know, like stretching your brain out a little bit and having fun. <laughs> And, 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 you know, because, like, I just, I just, you know, I just, I just get bored with, like, normalcy and, like, just, like, with just, like, uh, I don't know, with just looking at the world in a certain way. And I just, like, I don't know, messing with your brain with, like, how, like, psychedelics do it. I don't know. I just, sometimes I just like doing that to my brain and seeing what happens. I don't think doing it chronically and every day is great, but, you know, I think that's pretty serious. Honestly, here in Cardiff, the weed smoking population is super high. Like, I work with a few people at this shop that I work part-time at. I work with quite a few people who do that kind of stuff pretty much daily. And they're walking around like zombies. I'm telling you, it's actually insane. But, um, yeah, no, like, in moderation, I can see how it would be advantageous to artists. Like, obviously, I'm a Christian, so I have to choose my words carefully <laughs> yeah yeah no totally but, um, you just gotta be you just gotta be really you just gotta be really um you know careful and and careful with your own you know with your body and your mind and just like and first and foremost just you know know yourself i think is what it is you know and just know know that you're you know know that you you know like if you and if you're not into that stuff don't even do it because you can also be creative on your own and on your own volition without without that stuff like i have friends who don't do any who are super sober and make the weirdest stuff, you know? So it's just, it's all, it's a, I think it's a spectrum of just how people do stuff. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a strange breed, I think too, where I can like handle kind of pushing my brain to weird extremes and making stuff. And then I can also just be sober for ever and then not feel bummed. So I just, I just go through phases, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh... I, I say I get that. I can't relate to that at all. I've never done anything. Yeah, hey, so. you don't need to. You know, I think I think I think you know. I think everybody's everybody's journey is is a is a different thing. And I also think yeah, creativity is not. I don't think it's ever contingent on substances. I think that's something that rock and roll cliches. It's like one of the things that really pisses me off, to be honest, about like rock and roll cliches is the whole like intrinsic chauvinism and drug use and all that yeah. stuff I, I just like I you know you grew up reading these books too just like what like what you're supposed to do if you're in a band and it's just like it's like no you're not you know like you can also be held, like I tour really sustainably like when I tour with my band like we wake up early and like we'll like go to the gym at the hotels and you know so it's like you have to also tour you can't tour like a crazy person or else you like the people we read about and the way that they toured, most of them aren't alive anymore. Yeah, exactly. To be, so, honest, to be honest, you gotta, you kind of gotta check yourself. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I can agree with all of that except for waking up early. That's just that's that, <laughs> that's not my thing, to be honest. It's not my but, thing either. See, that's the thing. It's not my thing. I hate it. But on tour, on tour, if you force it, like if you force yourself, because you gotta like get a routine going. Yeah. You force yourself to get up early and you're in a hotel, it just like you start get you start feeling like you start getting pepped and you start you get the drive going. It just like yeah. it just yeah. you know, you, you feel you feel good, you know, because it's the only way you feel like not terrible eating Taco Bell and McDonald's every day, you know. It's yeah, like it's, I can I can understand that, yeah. Fair it's, enough. It gets gnarly, yeah. Okay, so last question before we move on to our next segment. Do you ever listen to your own music? 
Um, I have to like wait a long time. Um, if I if I put out a record, I'll, I'll I'll hear a lot of the like what I like think are flaws or like little like oh man, I could have done that better. So, like for my new record, I probably won't listen to it for like a year, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll put it on, and I'll be like oh like I have like the rec- I have the vinyl. Um, and so I'll put the vinyl on, and I'll be like, "Oh wow! Like I made this. That's cool. Like I haven't like I yeah. like I, I I did that with my first record. I hadn't listened to it in like three years or something, and then I put it on. Or someone put it. My friend was like, "Yo, dude!" And he put it on. <laughs> he put it on. And he came over, and I was like, "I was like, okay, like I that's cool that I did that when I was you know a teenager." So it just it's that's bizarre. It's a bizarre. It's a bizarre sensation. Yeah. Um. Sorry, but th- there's a lot of ice cream men in this area. <laughs> I'm it adds like a cool ambiance. Yeah, no, there's. <laughs> it's adds, it adds a cool like uh, it, it's like a, it's very it's it's kind of like it's kind of it's ominous. It's like an <laughs> ominous. <laughs> yeah, no, they usually come in around this time. I probably should have closed the window, but it's it's coming to the end of summer here in the UK and summer we- oh, UK yeah. summer weather it's a different kind of heat so <laughs> also, it's not overpowering it just gives a little like gives a little thematic oh yeah <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> um yeah okay yeah like sometimes I listen to some of my own tracks and I'm like ah oh, man uh, I need to re-record that because like, I've probably gone ahead and re-recorded like at least 10 different tracks just because of how much they like fully re-recorded it, like fully, like, not like I don't play play instruments like that. I produce the beat and then I um, do all of the stuff. It's yeah, it's not it's not SoundCloud rap. It's it's not, I need to be very clear. That's not SoundCloud. Okay, rap well, like send, I want to hear it. You got to send it to me because do you make it on? Do you make it on? Like, is it what? What's the? What's you? What do you make it on? Uh, it's Linux Multimedia Studio. So oh. it's. Um, yeah, it's a different one, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's sort of like lo-fi kind of cloud rap bedroom pop kind of thing, I guess you could say. My, my vibe, I'd love to love to hear it. Yeah, please. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to send it to you afterwards. Please, but, yeah, like, yeah. I really had to go right to the beginning and re-record the vocals on some of them because they and I mean on one of the recent ones that I re-recorded I completely sped it up because it just sounded like a funeral march or something like that you know so you just sped up the whole track like I fully just went into audacity and just went to change speed I think that's the one change speed and then yeah, you know yeah. did the that's thing actually, that's actually a smart idea like some like that's like that's a smart idea like a lot of artists like will be like damn like this track like hits but if it's a different tempo it'd like really hit you know what i mean and then they you know that's that's there's nothing wrong with that yeah like the whole slowed and reverb movement that's been going on on youtube recently um like uh what's an example yeah, no, my friend does a bunch of those. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I saw one Goosebumps by Travis Scott. That one's got million or oh, hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube, slowed and reverb, you know. I don't um, check I mean I love that song. I need to check that out. Yeah. yeah, so that kind of stuff is really popular in this day and age. I guess I don't know, people like listening to it at nighttime or something like that. Uh yeah. Smart, it's smart that you apply that to even your own music where you go, like, okay, well, this works to a degree, but let me change the BPM. You know what I mean? Like that's, we live in that age where we can do that, which is super cool. Yeah, exactly. It's Back in the day, people couldn't do that. Well, they weren't as savvy with it as we are today, you know? And it's crazy how... But not, you know, like, yeah. Exactly. It's crazy how we've gone from uh, banging on like rocks to (laughs) all production, you know, projects like high production value projects like i don't know to name a few blonde i guess and stuff like that um yeah so it's crazy how we've gone from that to that i guess what i'm trying to say anyway um that brings us to the end of the question section so now i've got only a few more questions uh would you take the deal so that's our next segment would you take the deal that is a segment where i give you a concept or a positive and there is also a negative following it sort of like the monkey's paw or the monkey's fist kind of situation where there is a positive but something negative happens in addition to it so for instance um our first one you are offered a drug that will make you fall into a coma for the rest of your life 
but you will have 24 hour lucid dreams in which you can be anything or do anything you want. I would not take it deal. You yeah. wouldn't take it. I I thought about this, you know. I my first thought was nah, I'm absolutely not, absolutely not. But then I'm thinking re- like what is reality when you think about it? Like well, that is true. I guess I just have such a weird definition. Like I just like I would, yeah no but that is that's that is a good question what is reality yeah what is your definition of reality like what is it just what you're you, you can if if success is your own happiness within your mind then yeah, why exactly. you have that yeah no that's fast yeah I don't know then, then I don't know <laughs> like there are people in the world who are walking <laughs> around all day treating their life as if their life is the dream and their dream is the real life you know right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, have you seen Inception yourself? Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, exactly. So, there were people who treat their dreams um, like Cobb in, in in Inception, where, you know, he folds houses over the top of each other and, you know, breaks mirrors just by touching them and stuff like that. I mean, I'd consider it. Honestly, I just built all of this up to say I'd consider it, but I probably will, wouldn't do it still. Because I, I mean, mean, I'd just be scared when you bring up Cobb, and and yeah, I know this, this isn't this isn't part of the scenario. I know that, but I'd be <laughs> scared there'd be some um, there'd be a what's his wife's name? Um, oh my, Mao Mao. I yeah, think. Mao. Yeah, I'd be yeah, scared like, there'd okay. be some sort of Mao type like you know character from my past that would come in and start messing it up you know yeah, exactly, and controlling exactly. it you know because that's that's where the simulation gets broken you know honestly the way my subconscious messes with me in my dreams is a violation like why why <laughs> i'm i'm trying to eat my own weight in cheese why is this cheese turning into like a billion cockroaches what's going yes. on exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, I feel you so hard on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Next one. So you receive 4500 a month, tax-free, every month for life. It will increase annually with the cost of living. You have full medical coverage for you and your family. You live in the U.S., so, you know, that's a very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like... That's, that's like, like old <laughs> Um, the only condition is you can never work or go to school again. Does okay, the one okay. The question is: Does work include like artistic work? You can do the artistic work, but not for a but not for payment. Like sit, like as a hobby, I guess, but you can't get paid from it. I guess if I could finagle something where, like, I would just, I would still do it and try to be successful, but just give all the money to, you know, my band and, like, and, like, you know, and give the, and, like, charities and stuff, then, yeah, I'd just do that. That'd be tight. Okay, fair enough. Actually, I meant to ask, uh, what do you prefer? Do you prefer touring or making the music at home? Oh, dang. Um... It depends when you ask me. <laughs> like, if you ask me at the end of like a month and a half tour where I'm like destroyed, yeah, I'll be yeah. like, touring is the worst. I don't even know. I'm destroyed. But, like, <laughs> I, you know, like right now, like I miss it. I miss being with pals. You know, I miss I miss the camaraderie and and you're and you're and and it's really beautiful. It's beautiful to travel and to have this like. This otherworldly, strange, you know, you're, you're going, I mean, like, you know, you're, I say otherworldly just because it's like, it's like you're going, you're shooting through these towns so fast, you're not having like a normal, casual experience with people, and also you're just like, you're just taking pictures and you're talking, and it's just like bam, 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 bam. So it's, but it's fun and it's sweet. It's just also like a very um, expedited way to meet people and, present art so yeah it's it's nice i like both but i maybe like recording a little bit more just because i have more control of the environment and there's less external um stress 
Yeah, I guess there's less stuff that can go wrong when you're recording at home as well, you know? Yeah, but I don't get that, but I don't get the high that I get from performing live. Like, performing live, I get a certain, like, endorphin release, like, you get, yeah. a, nat- you get a natural, you know, like, an amazing show. Like, recording a great song will feel amazing, you'll get a, certain, a different endorphin release, but an amazing show gives you this release that I don't think anything, I, I've never felt from anything else. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, I, honestly, I've never toured, but I I feel like I'd probably prefer touring. To be honest, like really? the idea of people singing along to one of my tracks—that's honestly, I doubt I doubt that could be beaten by much. I mean, it's the cool. It's the coolest. It's the coolest feeling. It's there's nothing. There's nothing that has beaten that feeling. It's like when we place. There's a couple songs we play that like like at least one or two and we go to certain places like in new york and chicago and there's and people sing along and like it you know there's been times where i don't even have to sing the chorus and you can just like let people sing it and it's like and it feels crazy and you're just like this is a crazy feeling i don't know what this sensation is and um and yeah i mean i had to do a whole tour it was super last minute with a with my friends they're this band hot flash heat wave and they yeah, they yeah. Um, and they and I didn't have a band to like just go like hey let's go right now so I just I uploaded all my tracks on a sampler and I just had to sing um, and it was terrifying but I ended up being really the most gratifying sets because I just was like running in the crowd and because I had to make up for just being a, like a person with a sampler which is kind of not fun if you're just yeah. stand. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, you know, I I can see um, advantages to both situations, to be honest, having a band and not having a band. Um, Honestly, my tracks would probably not require a band, to be honest. Maybe a guy sampling it or something. I I don't know, but yeah. Triggering it behind you or something. Yeah, I guess guess you could say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next one. Um, you will always be second best at everything you do. This means that you will never fail, but also that you'll never be the best at it. Um, I'd rather not do that one just because I would. I I just like to know that I'm not even ranked. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like I know yeah, I'm not. Even, I don't even want to be second best or first best. I just want to be somewhere nebulously in the in the world if that makes any sense yeah just like i what i am you know like i i don't think because also like i've never strived like i love Jimi hendrix i love these amazing people yeah but i never stri- i never was like i can i mean like I, he's like he's why i play guitar but i, I it was never i never was like i can be him uh, or i can be uh nina simone I, I, I can't be those people, but because uh, they're virtuosos. But, you know, I, so I guess I don't know. I, I don't even want to be ranked on any list of those things. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't take that deal either, to be honest. I mean, it just takes away from the thrill of, right. you know, doing stuff by yourself, I guess, if you get what I mean. That ice has stayed frozen for a long time. <laughs> I'm just I know, this, right? It's my cold, my cold iced tea. It's my cold. It's my. It's my. Uh, it's my addiction. I'm addicted to this. Like, uh, I drink a unhealthy. My girlfriend gets really mad because I drink like Arizona raspberry iced tea. I drink like yeah. gallons, gallons of it every day. Yeah, I feel like that has sugar for days. To be honest, Not oh, I'm lie. probably, I'm probably gonna really mess me up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Not a, it's like uh, the anti-flex. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, next one. Saw off your arm, but if you succeed, you get perfectly healed and $100 million. US dollars. Not like... Yeah, US dollars. <laughs> I, trust, I, I trust your conversion rate. <laughs> um... Um, uh, so your your arm gets you just have to you have to just with with you have to just sustain the pain. You have to go full 127 hours on your arm. That's what you have to do. <laughs> I have a pretty crazy pain tolerance because I've been through some crazy stuff. 
Yeah. I might just do it. I might just do might it. I might do just. It. That might be the one I do, and just go full, go f- crazy, go yeah, go one like you said, go one twenty seven on that. Yeah, I, I, is that nuts to say? I think I, it's a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Maybe you gave me, you gave me, you gave me like you're giving me prizes here. Yeah, exactly. hundred. I think I'd do it for a hundred million. I'm not gonna. Obviously, I didn't when I was putting these down on like my questions and stuff. <laughs> These hypotheticals. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think about them that much. But now that I'm thinking about them, a hundred million. I think I'll do it. You know, <laughs> there's well, not cool. much that I that's wouldn't cool. do for a hundred mil. <laughs> oh my days. Uh, okay, that brings us to the end of our segment of Would You Take the Deal? Uh, yeah, I I probably have some outro music for that segment there right now, but I haven't gone around to it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 but yeah okay right yeah. we've come to the end of it so that leads, brings me on to my last question then for um this episode of the shane anagans podcast artist edition um with well, janice was a uh shout out shane anagans podcast on instagram uh yeah any anyway uh <laughs> you are heard by everyone on earth right now for 10 seconds what do you say so in other words, this is basically your opportunity, your chance to shout out whatever you want to or give the listeners of the Shane and the Goods podcast whatever message you want to give them. Um, I just say be loving and kind to people right now. Be loving and kind to people. Okay. You're, you wouldn't even shout your music out or anything. Um, I mean... If they want to find it, yeah, find Boyo. But it's like I just feel like right now the most important thing is like it's the world is like is 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 scary, and I feel like I just I, every time I go out of my door, I just see a lot of anger, and I just feel like we need to really be like we need to be nicer right now. Yeah, honestly, there's so many uh, man. Every time I wake up, it's like, am I going to have a new reason to act angry today, or is it just going to be a normal day today? You know, in this day yeah. and age. Because, I mean, I, I see people on the internet, they're like, why aren't more people talking about this? Why aren't more people talking about this? There's so much stuff to talk about in this day and age that it's so difficult to keep on top of everything. And um, it's just like, it's it can be overwhelming, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's overwhelming. And, and I think to a lot of people, because they don't know, they also just, you know, there's there's people that don't want to say the wrong things. Or the people, I don't know, there's a lot of... You know, people that have good intentions but don't have the right words. I don't know, but I, th- I think at the end of the day, there just needs to be tolerance and acceptance and love. Uh, you know, you know, as nebulous and dumb as it sounds, but like that needs to be like the first kind of step towards. I don't know, just people like listening to each other and having a having dialogues and having it's like dialogues, not diatribes, towards you know different sides of the ponds. And I just think. Yeah, there's just a lot of anger right now. I just hope that like people can just be nicer and more loving and more accepting and there's not violence and it's just because yeah, just ug- ugliness is happening and yeah, it's just right now. I just hope hope that stuff can can subside a little bit and we can get get a little bit a little bit more harmonious in our yeah. Uh, I get that. I mean, honestly, that's that is really that's probably how. I that's my ideal idea of the world I guess that's my ideal world just everyone being harmonious everyone chilling everyone accepting people you know even if they disagree with their lifestyle just accepting it and respecting it you know accept and respect yes it just it it, is just yeah there's a lot of you know it just I I just feel like especially just generationally too there's just a lot of yeah accept and respect I think is yeah first and foremost and I think there's also just a lot of you know, our generation too, there's a lot of like, you know, especially where, you know, where I, we are, where I am in you know, the U.S., there's a lot of disenfranchised people that are just our age that are just hurt and they feel like they weren't, aren't listened to. And then, then my, my parents' generation are super like staunch and they just kind of, I don't know, there's such a, nobody's listening to each other. So I just feel like people just need to listen and just like give each other the space to listen and talk and hear. Okay, hear Beyonce. no but yeah no i get what you mean i get what you mean yeah Yeah. um 
Okay, Boyo, I appreciate that. Or, Va- sorry, Vob, I appreciate that. I don't care, you call me whatever. Yes. Okay, no, thank, um, thank you. no, honestly, thank you for appearing on the podcast. I really appreciate that. I'll probably cut this one into two parts, though, I think, because this one's yeah, gone on for... Do whatever you gotta do, yeah. <laughs> I'll cut it into 60 parts, one minute each. But, <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Boyo, I appreciate um, you appearing on the podcast. Um, yeah, listeners of the Shane Anagans podcast, make sure you all listen to. Um, make sure you all go and check out Boyo's stuff on Spotify, Google, whatever, YouTube, Amazon, etc., etc. LimeWire. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, LimeWire. Go, go pirate it wherever. Yeah, bootleg that go stuff. <laughs> <laughs> don't but don't pirate boyo's music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bootleg it. No, <laughs> um, make sure you all check out his most recent album, Where Have All My Friends Gone? Uh I mean I was listening to it the other day. It's got bangers on it. Bangers upon bangers. Uh, make sure you, you listen to it. So much love, thank you. Honestly, so much love to you too. I appreciate that. Um Yeah, so listeners of Shane Anagood's podcast, make sure to stay Shay amazing and uh, yeah, I will see you all next time.